river kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevoy sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevoy seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 104. So when last we left you it was... Gosra. Yeah. Uh, yes, and you have um, met Javun. Yes. And well... you have the formation of Ravoy. Yes. Yes, so we had king- we had Kingdom Events. I'm not sure if we were done with Kingdom Events for Gosrin. We hadn't done Army Events. I believe more was to come, but we left off with the Jenny. We we fought Javun, and then um, we put some anti-teleport um, protections on a big chunk of the castle. Yeah. Okay, so is that all the events of Gosrin? Yes. Woohoo, okay. Could I have a pencil? You could. Thank you. Alright, so in that case, um, Kaelin can go adventuring. That was the last thing. Was you wanted Tristan to, um, legend war, presumably Javon? Ah, yes. Which, uh, beetly, 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 bee. Yeah, he can do. So, that will take him several days, because, um, one is not hopefully standing around at hand. Yeah. Don't have to do it in 30 minutes or less. Or your legend rule is free. Um, but there's nothing preventing him from doing so. Yep. So Tristan casts legend lore. And he comes back to you. And he says, I hear the songs coming through from the first world. I hear the songs coming through from the first world. It's far out of their way from the elemental plane of fire where the Ifrit come from, but nonetheless, the Fae collect stories and rumours, and this has come to me. And he gives you his um, his legend lore donation. So, on Jabun, child of flame and father of fire, mortal power is his desire. Casually does he seduce and spawns, then comes for the child after many dawns. Ever a spell away from escape's flight, yet he can be slain by mortal might. <laughs> awesome. There we are. Cool. Alright. So, 
the ball is yours. Yep. So I would like to go adventuring in Pytex. You are permitted. And I would like to take Svetlana. So we are going to um, head into a different bit of Pytex that has not yet been explored. Yep. Because we have a new route in. Um, there is now a road. Um, There is now a road straight down um, from Fort Drelev, yeah, almost to um, the base, almost to the top of Pytax. Yep. So we are going to head in through there. Yep. And head in at B one. B for Betty one. Yep. Yep. You may do so. Alright. What you come across is grassland. Cool. And we explore it? Yes, you do. Cool. It's exciting. Alright, and heading further into B2. Is also grassland. Cool, and we explore it. Oh, sorry, what was I saying? Grassland. Uh, no, those are hills. Sorry. Uh, both of them, or yes, just that? Both of them. Okay, can you toss me an eraser? Okay, um, and then we are heading down into um, C3. Yep. Uh, it is Hex giving way to Mountain. Hex? So, sorry, um, Hills giving way to Mountain. Okay, so which one? It is Hills. Okay. Alright. And we explore it? Yep. And it is basically... Heavily mountainous along sort of the um, southeasterly southeasterly direction, basically. Yeah, because I know there's a big mountain in the um, D four. Uh, uh, yes. Cool. Which is in fact where we're heading. Is it into D four? Yep. We find something. Okay, so this hex is entirely mountainous. Yep. And you are going up and down a whole string of smaller mountains, and then there is a truly enormous one, uh, going actually higher than whatever it was in um, Barnhold. The really huge mountain there, yep. yep. Uh, and it is just stark white stone. Um, very, almost nothing living on it in the way of plant life or anything like that. It is just pure white stone. Whether or not you want to go up it is entirely up to you. Yes, I want, want to go up it. So that will be quite the climb. Uh, if um, if it's going to be a bit taxing, I may go up it with a different um. On the other hand, but doesn't Switlana yeah. can fly? Yeah. That looks awfully high. Well, we need to get. Climb up it and see what's up there. We can climb, of course. Well, <laughs> she's just sort of looking at her. Um, I think her climb check is fairly pitiful. 
just her. Honestly, I'm not certain I could climb that. Uh, I can, however, fly it. And so can you. Sounds like a... Well, that sounds a lot easier than the last time I climbed one of them things. Yeah, alright. We'll um, want to fly low so we can see what's going on. Overland flight. Overland flight. Sweet. Whee! We fly up the mountain. It still actually takes you a while, because you're yeah. flying at, I think, 30 or 40 foot around. And also, um, we want to stop and look at bits, but yes. it's sort of, we fly over the bits we wouldn't, we would struggle to make it up. It becomes very easy to see as you go up that there is almost nothing to see on here. The entire thing is just absolutely stark bone white stone. Um, up until you hit the top. Um, at which point you find the top of it flattens out. You have a truly magnificent view down and all around the place. Uh, and I can give you a bunch of things that you can see. Yep. Um, so, for starters, uh, I don't know whether you want me to give you all the terrain things that you can see, or if that will just confuse your recording system. Um, I'm okay to um, have the terrain types. I can tell whether I've um, explored them or not, because I have E's in the ones I've explored and days in the ones I've walked. Yeah. Right. So, you're in mountain here. You're in... Um, uh, mountain in B4. Okay. Mountain in B5. Yep. Hills in D5. Yep. Hills in... D4. Yep. Mountain in D3. Yep. Um, and you can see there is a moderately... What about C5, just out of interest? C5. Sorry, no, I'll give that to you. Uh, mountain as well. Cool. Being sort of leading off into forest, but at that point you lose the specific... Yeah, yeah, I can see why that would be all I can see. Information... Um, in D4 um, there is a thing that you can reasonably clearly see there's some sort of a large large building cool not by any stretch of the imagination a city just a do to do if you give me a knowledge engineering check. Twenty-four. Okay. So what you are looking at here is it is definitely not a town or even really big enough to be a village. At some point it has been a village, and in fact, based on the slightly different styles of leftover remnants of architecture, you can see at several points it has been a village. And has just been abandoned again and again and again. Um, and it is all centred around a fairly large building that is up on top of the hill that is in the centre of what would be the village. 
which looks like it has been designed as a religious building of some kind. It's effectively a cathedral. Cool. So, um, where is where in the hex is this um, abandoned village and cathedral? Uh, at the foothills um, of the mountain, so very close to the westernmost edge. Okay. And you, pretty confident, know what this is. It has come up in one of your rumors. Ooh. Uh, it does actually ring a bell now. Mention that. Um, Abbey on White Rose Hill, used by priests of many different faiths, haunted and drives away clerics. Yep. That's it? And this must be it, because you can see the hill The hill is not bone stark white like the mountain is, but it's got the same sort of rock around it where the name is coming from. So it looks like, you, because you know that it's been uh, settled a couple of times as a religious building, and then effectively you've got the small outcroppings of a village industry growing up around it. So, you know, an end to service travellers, you know, a food, a general goods store, etc., etc., that have then been um, reclaimed by the wilderness functionally. So that can only be that. Um, in D5... Yep. You can see lots and lots of things flying around, and as you watch them, it's an army of wyverns. Okay, that's good to know. They are parked. So that is what you can see off the mount, off the top of the mountain when you actually stop and look around. Um, the more arrestingly, there is a feature on top of this mountain, so it basically caps into caps almost entirely flatly like the top of it has just been clipped off somewhere yeah and there are bones up here um, lots and lots of old bones and can you give me a survival or a healing check okay well it will be survival because I suck at healing this is a mighty 13 okay Well, Svetlana loads. She sort of looks over them. Are these people? Animals? They're awfully large. And you're looking at it and going, no. These are definitely more animal-y than people-y. It's big ribs and big skulls and that sort of thing. That one there is definitely a dragon skull. Other things here look like they are of big, big ass predators. So, what would really be more of the ilk of magical beasts than um, than animals per se? You've seen a bunch of things that live around the River Kingdoms, like the Orin Voraxes, etc., etc. Um, something has uh, killed them and brought them up, 
here and killed them, killed them and brought them up here. Obviously these things are not um, native to the top of this mountain where there is no sign that any life could actually live. Yeah. Um, and there's no water here, there's no um, there's no other food source, there's no plants growing, there's no actual evidence that anything could live up here. Um, nor is there anywhere for it to be. <laughs> and yet, there are these big-ass footprints all around the place of something not not ridiculously enormous, but a huge-sized creature that has just put scraping footprints into the stone as it's been up here. There's no evidence it's here now. You don't you don't have any way of assessing how old these bones are. You, you know, Kalen can't tell the difference yeah. between you and... Um, certainly they're no longer covered in meat or anything of the sort. Yeah. Um, and I will relay this information to Svetlana. But if there is some sort of predator that is that enormous, where is it? An excellent question. I I wonder if she her eyes glaze over slightly as she looks around. I can see something here. I can feel it, the weaves of magic in the air. I've seen this before in one or two places in in the Stagthorn. Uh, around the glade we found the dead unicorn. There is, this is one of those areas where the road, with the, what am I looking for here? Uh, where the first world is closer, the veil between one, and the, one plane and the other is thinner. Ah, so it's not here now. No. It but has, it could come back. It has slipped through, possibly returned. I imagine we would have seen such a thing about. Mm. Just up. Just yep. So yeah, she she tells you this is one of the regions where the uh, I can't remember the phrase I'm used for, but the first world um, is closer here. The, yeah, the veil is thinner. Yes, I'm pretty certain the veil is thinner is the is the phrase you used for it. Yeah, yeah something big ass has come out and killed all these assorted pr- predators. At some time period, in some fashion, that's yeah. the end of the um, useful information that you can garner from you and Svetlana. Yeah. Well, that's good and gr- good and troubling. What's this mountain called? Do I know? Uh, it is Mount Brathland. Alright. 
possessed um, history knowledgey things, do you? Um, well, I've got one rank in knowledge history. For sure, you're welcome to roll it and see what you know of the old tales of this mountain. Uh, fourteen. So, um, this at some point in the various um, cycles of River Kingdoms coming and going. This was Tiger Lord Barbarian territory. Right. They've very much mostly been beaten off now. Yeah. Um, they have, in, in their histories and legends, there is supposed to be something about them deliberately raising the mountain of all life and burning everything on it and salting the earth and all that sort of thing. Stone, such as it were. But you don't know why. Yeah. Possibly because there was a giant ass monster on it. Very possibly. Cool. Alright, and that's that hex explored? Yes, it is. Cool. Alright, um, at which point I think we will go investigate the Abbey on White Rose Hill. Cool. So we will go into D4. Yep. And begin by exploring the hex more generally. Yep. Steering clear of the Abbey so that at least we've done that. Yep, so this will pretty much be a new day. It's a new day, yes it is. Okay, so this is hills. Yep. Terrain. Um, when you take a wide, so you're basically taking a wide berth around the abbey region and going and looking at the rest of the hex. Yeah. Cool. Um, it is largely full of um, uninteresting hill. There are. Again, you can find a couple of scattered remnants of, you know, some old cobblestones that suggest at some point there was a road coming out to here that's just been heavily overgrown and disused. Um, and uh, you may give me a survival check. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, so, there are a couple of footprints you can find around the place, just here and there. Hoofprints of horses and, you know, humanoid booted footprints. Um, people have been here somewhat recently in the area of the Abbey. It is not as disused as it might first appear. Well, that's worth knowing. You, without track, you can garner no more useful information as to how many people, where they went, etc., etc. Yeah. Merely that there is the presence of semi-recent tracks in here. That's fine. All right. And we explore the non-Abbey parts of the Hex? Yep. Cool. And then we will go check out the Abbey. Cool. You, as you get closer to it, you can clearly recognize why it's named White Rose Hill. There are patches scattered here and there of lovely white roses um, growing up and down the hill in various places. And beetly, 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 bee, you can give me a knowledge nature check if you desire. Uh, that I don't have a rank in. They're roses. Look yeah. at them. They they rose up out of the ground. Yeah. Her, 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 her. You, you are hilarious. I am hilarious. Uh, 
imagination, nor does Svetlana. No. You have no knowledge of the planes, nor does Svetlana. Nope. Um... I will have, however, relayed to her that the um, legends are that this, the rumours are that this is a fairly dangerous place. Yeah. And she looks at it again and there's magic in the air here. I can't get much from it. It's like like the lip in the veil we have seen for the first world in places, but I can't see where how large anything of the sort it's just old hanging in the air alright well let's keep our eyes open and try not to get magically transported to the first world it's, it's, it's not fun yeah yeah <laughs> yeah she can learn plane shift at some point <laughs> I think it might only be cleric one Okay, so you are basically, depending on how you want to approach this, heading up what's effectively the remnants of a path. There's the remnants of a hit of a uh, yeah. wall around it, and when I say this, I mean largely a decorative wall as yeah. opposed to a big defensive one. Um, I'm not particularly inclined to try hard to be stealthy. Yeah, there's two of us. We're heading up the hill. You head up. Uh, and can you give me a spot check? The other thing that neither of you can do. I'll have you know that Kaelin got a 20. Cool, you failed. Alright, there was probably very little point in calling for it then. <laughs> Svetlana also got a 20. Uh, 21, in fact, and failed. Yeah, I'm just saying, I rolled an 18. <laughs> uh, and then you get a listen check as well. I got another 18, but may well not be. I do have slightly more listen. That's 21. No, this one you hear um, something just right in the back of your ear that sounds a little like what it might be a bell ringing far off in the distance. No, it isn't. It's something else peeling. You can hear sort of <laughs> something chuckling a voice that is chuckling and laughing slightly it's not coming from somewhere external to you it's in your ear um, and you may make me an intelligence check but Lana does not hear this and does not get the opportunity Twenty-eight. You've heard that that giggle before, that that little soft chuckling laugh of somebody who's always faintly amused by something. It's Puck's laugh. Oh. Well, let's. Ominous, but less ominous than other laughing. That's like that's about as um, that's about as specific a message as you are going to get from Puck. You think? Yeah, because uh, not a great distributor of information. No, no. Generally, <laughs> um, 
but there is something here that abuses him, which means that there is something here. Yep. Um. Caitlin um, leads down to Sweatliner and whispers in her ear, I think we'd best be extra careful. She hasn't already cast. So she walks, you two walk in, and the building is damaged, but by no means a wreck. There are large holes in ceilings and that sort of thing, but this could fairly easily be rebuilt into a proper cathedral of some kind were you so inclined but at this point you're basically heading through a big sort of weed choked cobblestone plaza Uh, and there's not even a point in asking for this Uh, and we're not going to make our spot check you you fail your spot check yep I think at this point whatever it is is just going to have to attack us so that we can see it Unless, of course, it has greater invisibility, in which case we'll be in real trouble. And what would your flat-footed AC be, perchance? Almost exactly the same as my regular AC, 29. Yeah. That's when armed, but I I totally have have, um, gatekeeper to hand. Yes. Yes, I would think so. Actually, come to that. No, I wouldn't. I don't have. I, I I feel perilous, but you know, I have quick draw, and there are people who take it as kind of a threat. So, um, that's a um twenty-seven. Yeah, it's a hit either way. So. Yeah. Excuse me. I just need a whole bunch of dice. Yep. No particular reason. I'll get a um pad. I can track hit point damage on. Probably a good idea. You're just sort of walking along, well, riding along, having a look round. The sun is coming down over this courtyard. It's ruined, but kind of lovely, really. And the only thing that's wrong with it is that red splash in front of you. And then you hear the noise, and then you feel the as an arrow goes straight into my neck. Yep. Uh, can you take 42 points of damage? Yes, I can. Is it almost like, you know, where I was riding along and then an arrow hit my Very much so. And I'm choking on my own blood? Yep. Yep. At which point, you and Svetlana get a spot check. Uh, It's just Windchaser, for that matter, who can actually communicate this to you. Cool. I net 20 my spot check. Is that enough? Uh, Yeah, I think so, actually, because at the minus 20 penalty... 21. 22. This individual is now taking... Drops sharply... When Tracer doesn't roll as well, but is more generally observant. You see, 
a flicker of movement over the edge of the top of the abbey. Somebody has fired this at you and is now attempting to hide again. Yeah. And thus taking a minus 20 penalty to their stealth. Yeah. And thus you see them. It is somebody that you have seen before. A humanoid figure that has the face and feet and hands of a sort of a human rat man. Ah, uh, yes. Gaitane, Irovetti's archer. Yes. Um, and he's clearly a damn good shot. Yes. Because he pots one through your throat, then endeavours to duck and hide. Yeah. And I suspect at this point we're probably going into initiative. Oh, yes. So basically, here's the main sort of building that you're heading, one the main entrance into the building that you're heading towards here. Yep. Gaitane is up on the wall behind a series of barrels, and you guys are in, in sort of the middle of this courtyard that is walled all the way around here, and then opens up into the road passageway that you have come in. Cool. As you stagger and blood pours out of your throat, uh, you may make me a... This is not... Spot. This is the active one. A search check. Okay. Uh, I'm rolling well for nice. That is a 21. Okay, so... You realise that there are strategically placed barrels around where Gaitane is hiding... Um, that there is a lot of craft in the doorway that leads into that building just sort of sacks and barrels and bits and pieces that could be hiding anything and you think is probably being placed quite deliberately Um, and then you've also got a bunch behind you around the edge of the road to either side and you realise you've just walked into a set-up kill box. Okay. Basically, Gaitane does not just happen to be here. Yep, this isn't... Because he, he, he presumably saw us coming, and um, is possibly, you know, been lurking around in case people like us came this way. Um, and you may make me an intelligence check. 28. So, you sort of stagger, take this in an instant as you suddenly realize that, prepared for it or not, you're in a battlefield. Caelan, I imagine, has done this a couple of times as a mercenary, either from either side of the deal, where you yeah. ride into the kill box and where you set up the kill box. Um, and it can't have been put here just specifically for you, um, because you haven't been that obvious for that long, basically. Yeah. Certainly riding up here would have given Gaitane ample several several tens of minutes to set up whatever he felt like. Yeah. Um, but he was already here, and this would be a bizarre place to try and kill Kalen off deliberately yeah. because there's no particularly compelling reason to get into here. Yeah. Um, so either he's guarding the place for something that is here... Or people were expecting you to come here. Yeah. For one reason or another. Yeah. And that is that. Alright. And 
Svetlana looks around horrified as she sees the shot, shot go through your neck and Kaelin, look out! Up there! Points where she sees Gaitang ducking away and hiding and thinks about what she can bring to the table here. I can think of something that I wanted to do, but I don't know if I have the free action to speak, given that I haven't acted yet. Sure, what do you have in mind? Um, I, I, Kaelin would like to fly, because, um, like, he's on the roof. Yes. That is undoubtedly the shortest way to get to him before he, um... Uh, Kaelin can already fly. Oh, right. In, in her preemptive spell that she puts up in the morning, yeah. she puts Overland Flight on both of you because she can. Yeah. And Sweet. it lasts some unholy amount of hours. Excellent. Okay. All right. Then that's, then she may do whatever she pleases. So effectively, she's always got mage armor up and a couple of other things because she just casts them every morning because why not? Yeah. Um, and Overland Flight is in that pile. The point where you won't have it is you you get woken up in the night by a thing. It yeah. only lasts for 13 hours at this point. Yeah. But Kaelin can simply fly off his horse at any point he chooses. Windchaser cannot fly. She yeah. can't cast it on him. That's fine. She will draw her bow swiftly, and then with her other hand brings it round. She mutters something to herself, and a ball of fire bursts out of her hand. Small when it leaves, big when it lands. Yep. And it goes boom up around sort of the top of the crinals of the wall. Yep. Gaitain, who seems to be angling around to see if he can get another shot in, doesn't make his reflex save. Good for and him. And is leaning out the wrong way when this clips him. So, he has poked his head back around the crinoline at exactly the wrong moment, and doesn't have sufficient time to duck back around, pull it in, and make its reflex save, and yet, almost with with highly trained, almost to the point of unconscious reflexes, he flinches back, uh, and improved evades it, and takes half anyway. Wow, it takes half on a fail. Yep. Well, it's good that he failed then, because otherwise that would have been zero damage. Yep. So that is indeed the downside of reflex safe spells on ninjury, ninjury, ass and type guys. Very little of the fire engulfs him. Uh, and then it is him, and as you are still flat-footed... Yep. He flicks his head around, looks quietly down at you. There are no taunts being shouted, nothing of the sort here. He just very quickly and very efficiently... Strings a number of arrows to his bow and fires in rapid succession at you. Yep. Uh, so that was a 34 to hit. That will hit. A critical miss. And a 21 to hit. That will miss. 
Kenelan's flat-footed AC is, of course, very similar to his regular AC. Yep. On the other hand, that sneak attack damage is fairly brutal. Of course, the real problem. Uh, there's a mere 28 points of damage. Yep. That is definitely starting to Alright. More than half of Kaelin's hit points. Yep. And Kaelin is then quick enough to react and sort of turn the plate at least. Yep. And two more arrows glance off you. And then it is your turn. Yep. So, um, Kaelin leans down into his horse uh, uh, over Winchase's flank for a moment and quietly whispers into his ear, it's a prepared ambush. Watch out for yourself. And then his feet lift, his feet lift up out of the spirits. He draws gatekeeper and glides up to the top of the building. Can he get there? I'm pretty confident, yes. I'll just check the online fight. But necessarily, he is within 30 foot of you. Yeah, so he can sneak attack me, yes, of course. Which is, you know, not great for him, but it's better than, yeah. um... Wait for it. Uh, you're wearing heavy armor, so you have a, a speed of 30 foot. Yep. Um, and you cannot stop. It's yep. the restriction on your flying capacities. You have average maneuverability, which basically means you can't hover. Yep. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So you either need to keep going or land, which you can do yep. either of. And kill c- c- Settles um, moderately gracefully, but with a decided thunk next to Gaite. Yep. He looks at you and flinches back. Surrender fast, or die fast. And Caelan will lead with and then immediately attack. It's his pro- he ambushed me, it's his problem to surrender quickly enough. Alright, and um Kalen will crit threat him. Yep, he certainly looks like he has organs and things in that neighbourhood. Alright. Uh does a thirty two beat his AC? Yes, but not by as much as you'd think. He is fast. Cool, then I crit him. <laughs> Alright. Minimum damage, sadly. Uh, do I need to separate the acid? Actually, yes. Okay, um, 24 damage and 3 acid. Sure. 24 regular damage and 3 acid as I roll my absolute minimum on a crit. So, Gatekeeper bites into him sharply. And Gaitain flinches back away. Um, the acid you see spills off the blade towards him and then just seems to sizzle out on some sort of protection he's got around him. Yep. Uh, so the acid is going to do nothing. Cool. He's too resistant to it. The 28 damage, on the other hand, is... 24 damage. damage is less blinky. And Kellen now has his weapon out and is no longer flat-footed, so his AC goes up another three points. And the mystery guests. Yes. 
Mystery guests do not do anything. Works for me. That's fair. Well, I will politely refrain from launching another fireball. Mm. Uh, that actually has a much, much higher chance of hurting Kaylin than it does of hurting Kai Yes. <laughs> she will shout to to her horse as she sort of digs her heels into it. Yeah, go, go! And she too will fly off the horse and basically boots the horse to run the fuck away. And it starts departing out and very obviously the entrance and exit is obviously not trapped with anything because you came in that way and nothing mm. exploded. And the horse more or less just kind of runs out. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, as Gatekeeper bites into Gaitain, you see it slash across him, uh, and then you see the wound begin to heal up very rapidly, uh, like he has DR. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. DR or fast healing? DR. Right, so it does less damage than it... Um, than it otherwise would. Yep. Yeah, the wound is not healing up. It's um, in direct relation to where it bites. Mm. It's healing up as you cut. She will... does not fly up, basically just flies for purposes of dismounting off the horse. Um, and then she will let fire with longbow. And in fact, she will do a quick dismount using her glide skill, which she is not good enough at, so she dismounts the move action, and then fires her longbow back at Gaitain. She of course has all the fancy precise shot feeds to not wallop you. And that is a 31, which will hit him. Once again, as the arrow hits him, the wound begins to heal up. He's got 10 points of DR that has not been surmounted by any of this. Um, However, Svetlana's bow glows with a fairly wholesome green light as this strikes him. He is evil, and thus her holy bow does an extra damage. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. And then it is Gaitain again. looks at you and speaks in slightly awkward Teldane like it's his second language or something rather than his first Um, you did come sooner than expected 
still. Ready for you. The Clockwork King wants you dead. That means I want you dead too. And as you are looking, he moves his hand somewhat and vanishes. You listen to see if, like, you can hear him moving and hear nothing. He is far too quiet for you to hear him. I'm not going to bother calling for listen checks because you can't possibly make them. Alright, um... Kaelin will draw and drink a potion of um, cure serious wounds. Cool. And I believe I can do this as a free action. Yeah. Um, will drop drop prone. Yes, you can. Making himself a um onto the roof, making himself a um more, more difficult target for any archers. Yep. Yeah, so plus four to AC against range attacks, minus four to AC against melee attacks. I would love him to attack me. If he wants to attack me in melee because I'm um, easier to hit, that would he, delight me. He does obviously have teeth that yeah. look like they're strong enough to bite you, but... Um, I am completely confident he can do a melee attack, yeah, yeah. but I'm also confident what he wants to do is range sneak attack me, and I'm endeavouring to make it as difficult as possible for him. Alright, so cure serious is 3d8. Yep. Plus... Five? Uh, pure serious is third level, so yes, plus five. There is a sudden shimmer in the air around you, and you can now hear very faint and very quiet noises of clockwork ticking as a bunch of clockwork men appear around you. Apparently, thin air. Cool. Yep, the dropping prone was a mistake, but I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting. The <laughs> no one expects man. the invisible clockwork man. Yeah. Um, these guys look vaguely like first, but they're clearly very light framed. Um, so very light framed, thinner, slightly shorter, slightly more, slightly more compact. They look like they fold down. They're basically stealth units of some kind. Yep. Um, which have been literally invisible. Yep. And then they go and endeavor to waffle you several times. Not a good star. Uh, no, 21's the high one on there, so that's no good. Nope. They get plus four to their hits, but, yep. but so they will easily hit. And this. And. Easy hit. And. Uh, 26. Uh, 
and you're adding the plus yeah, four on there. They're getting a bonus. Your yeah. armor is not being penalised. Not close. Okay. Not that close. Cool. So that is two hits. Yeah, two hits. And they appear, and they have long, curved blades, great swords of a sort. Thirteen from one and fourteen from the other. Okay. Right, so that's twenty-seven total. So. You also see that all of the, all three of these things have slight scorch and burn marks on them. Yeah. Because they have been fireballed as well and failed their reflex saves. Excellent. Alright, so it's barely that doesn't make them appear. This is not good. And that is the mysterious clockwork men. <laughs> Stealthies. They're stealthy units. Yeah. Right. So they appear around you. Steps you. So these things suddenly almost decloak and shimmer out of the air around you and stab down repeatedly at Caelan, who sort of rolls and dodges to the side and swings his weapon back up at them. And then we come back round to Svetlana. We would just love to throw out a fireball. Then, but, yeah. Um, and, um, Caelan will actually call, I'm backing up in a minute if you want to set him on fire. His plan is to exit this this kill box. <laughs> yeah. Which will of course provoke a bunch, but um if he stays here they'll hit him anyway. It's up to her if she wants to hold for that or um try shooting one of them or if she's got any kind of invisibility counters now is absolutely the time. Yeah, alas she does not. Uh, None of her spells are um capable of countering invisibility anyway. Um She's just debating throwing a um, throwing Aristotle's vines in there, doing black tentacles. Ah, nice. But that'll hit Kaelin as well, presumably. Yes, but um, it favors you more than it favors more than. Oh, right, because I've got freedom of movement. Ah, yes, you do, don't you? Yes, and she knows that, so that's a a very easy pick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So she calls out down the court now. Aristotle, help us. We need your blessing. And throws a hand out, and these shimmering vines just sort of appear, growing rapidly out of the ground, and envelop this entire top floor. (laughs) This is a nice, huge-ass area. 20-foot radius spread. Uh, And several of them wrap around you automatically and begin pulling at you, and whenever they tug at you, they seem to just slip off and away. And everybody else in there needs to make a grapple check. Uh, difficulty of... Cast a level... Yeah, 21 grapple checks. That's going to be a bad day to be you guys. 
And the good news is because Gaetan has DR and not fast healing, he won't be recovering unless he's drinking good. his prepared potion. Which, of course, he may well have, being a um, apparently assassin guy. Uh, but he presumably doesn't have an infinite amount of them. Uh, high-level spellcaster. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the vines seem to wrap around these constructs fairly easily. Um, if Gaitain is there, they don't seem to have snagged him. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Yeah, that could be because he's really good, he's really agile and good at dodging vines, or because yeah, he isn't there. there. Anymore. Um, this construct by the edge sort of pivots and slips to the side and moves and that twenties and uh, manages to actually succeed at that one. The other ones get crushed or... Eight points of bludgeoning damage to them. Very nice. And of course they are entangled. They are grappled, in fact. Grappled, right. And you and Svetlana get another spot check. Uh, Kale on that 20s. Cool. 22. Okay, so you can see that around here-ish, the vines are wrapping around and crushing something else that is about the approximate height and weight of another one of these things. Right. So there's another one up here that's still invisible cool. that has now been grappled because the tentacles don't need to see it. Sweet. And then it is... Yeah, she doesn't want to move up here at this point, so that's her. Yep. And then it is Gaitain. Yep. He's to decide if he wants to buff or sneak attack. Or move out of like tentacles if he's... Yes, yes, very true. <laughs> uh, okay, he's still prone, so that's not going to help him. Unseen by all, there is just this faintest shimmer as the the vines and tendrils part slightly as something jumps through them, lands down in the courtyard, and then appears next to Svetlana and lets fly with an arrow at her. Yep. Gautain appears again. I don't want to be mean-spirited. I know she doesn't have a lot of hit points, but at this point she's much better equipped to take this than I am. She's actually um, not half bad on hit points. Cool. Uh, she has not been harmed yet. Yes. Um, so. Yeah, with false life up, she's got 106 hit points. So. Whoa! Okay, that is pretty she's, impressive. She's tough. Yeah. Unfortunately, what she has is a shitty five foot of AC. Yeah. Oh, actually, it's not bad for what it is mm-hmm. at 20. Um, but given she is the heavily dex focused archer and things. Yeah. Um, so she just sees the slightest flicker of her eye, far too late to do anything about it, as Gaitane just appears beside her and <laughs> lets fly another bolt. 
straight into her chest. And sneak attacks her. Largely unharmed, as that doesn't even pass through her um, her false life hit points. Good stuff. As he's clearly off balance from his jump and just sort of scrapes her as she twists to the side and catches her across the top of her chest. And then it is Kaelin. Cool. Kaelin wiggles backwards and falls off the roof. Sure. Um, so that will provoke from the grappled and ungrappled... Um, people. Except that they can't make um, attacks of opportunity while they're grappled. So oh, one so of them gets a swing at you as you yep. jump off, the guy who's not been grappled yet. Uh, and rolls a mighty mighty, because you are still flat footed. 22! So Kaelin rolls off the side. Yep. Um, Kaelin drifts gently downwards, lands on his feet. Yep. That's not um, I don't need to activate overland flight for that. I have a ring of feather for. Yep. And um then I believe is I presume Gaitane's within thirty feet of yes yes easily cool and uh, I and yep that map's almost about to scale sweet um so Kaelin will um looking kind of pissed it has to be said move up on him and um you know hit him <laughs> all right uh thirty six. Uh, yes. Yeah. Alright, so there's no point rolling the acid. Uh, so it is, um, 14 points of damage. Which just barely scratches him. Yeah, because he's got the DR. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the point is I'm in melee with him. Yes. Which is, um, where I'd like, I like to be. And also, um, thanks to Switlana, the majority of the constructs can't get me because they have to get off the, they have to, get out of the tentacles and off the roof. Unless they have ranged attacks, but I'm kind of guessing they don't. Uh, they do not have weapons built into them. Um, so they do, in fact, have bows. Ah, okay, cool. Oh, well, so they can shoot me, but, you know... Yeah, they can't. Well, well they've they been crushed up. by horrible tendrils of death, though. They cannot. Uh, and then it is their turn, and... They all endeavor to escape from the horrible tendrils of death. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. No, no. No, no. Uh, because they're using grapple checks, they get multiple two, two shots at a turn. We'll yeah. Move action, move action. The two that are tied in the Ryan struggle, uh, something that you still can't see struggles. And the one that is out of the vines goes, yep. It jumps down off the wall and <laughs> lands with a crunch of servos and something breaking slightly inside. They are not designed for this sort of acrobatics. Yep. Eight points of falling damage to him. And how far does that one look? Yeah, it's 
It's looking damaged, but not about to fall apart at any moment. Yep. And then it is back to Svetlana. Yep. Look up one of her spells. Yes. This is where it's unfortunate she doesn't have teleport. Yeah. <laughs> right out here. Okay, so that's a reflex negate, so we ain't doing that one. Yeah, lots of her spells are reflex negates. She could just shoot him. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and indeed, that's her um, yeah. go-to. She's just looking at tying him down with web. Yeah. But that's it's not going to. Um, it's not going to work unless it works. Yeah. Yeah. So she will swing the bow around to him. Says, you, seem all too com- you seem all too comfortable with this. I'm guessing it is not your first murder. <laughs> and... Let's fly with three rapid shot arrows. Oh, very nice. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, one and two with the first ones. Both of those will miss. Uh, and the third one misses as well as Gaitain leaps and weaves away in the air. Yep. And then, of course... It's him. <laughs> he vanishes. He vanishes again. Yep. And whether he moves or not, you will never hear him go. So yep. Then it is back to Kalen. Cool. Kalen drinks, draws and drinks his potion of shield of faith plus four. Yep. And puts his AC up. A lot. <laughs> yep. Hard to argue with. Gains a plus four deflection bonus to AC. Yep. And that is him. Yeah. And then it is stealth units. Uh, escapes on the first go. Escapes on the first go. And continues to fail. Uh, and they all get crunched again on step one as go. Put another eight points of crunch. These two drag themselves out and drop down as well. Yep, and take the falling damage. Yep. Well, actually, technically, they make the jump checks. Oh, yeah. Both fail. Deal with both the same damage. Again, there are some crunching noises as they fall, and that is all of them. This one moves up past Kaelin and provokes the process. Cool. Kaelin hits it. As it goes past the Svetlana. Kalen rolls a one, and then he doesn't. And Kalen gets a uh, 32. Sure. Uh, and that's with Gatekeeper, isn't it? It is. Cool. Okay, so you swing the blade and clip it as this thing moves reasonably swiftly past you to Svetlana. Cool. Um, so that's 14 points of regular damage and 5 acid damage. 
Cool. And that appears to have no immunity to the acid. Cool. And indeed, that is going to be crunch, I think. Yep. So, as it moves swiftly past the Svetlana, Kalon sort of pivots, cuts it in the stomach where it's thinnest, at the sort of spine joint, and it goes, <laughs> falls in half, and breaks apart almost entirely. Yep. Um, as you pivot back slightly, Gatekeeper feels weighty and heavy in your hands. And the acid that is flowing down the blade disappears altogether as all the magic in it just goes out. Oh. It now feels like an ordinary, if well-made, bastard sword. Yep. There's no explanation for this whatsoever. Yeah. Um, you may actually give me a wisdom check here. Uh, 26. Yeah. So, Kalen for a moment is bewildered at this, and you realize this happened just as you were striking, as opposed to when you killed the thing. So it's not an effect that's come from the construct, it's an effect that's come from you rolling a one. Oh. Yeah, that's the end of the explanation that Kalen gets, because he still has no line of logic as to why, but you understand... It's not a causal connection between because you killed the construct, it dispelled your sword. Okay. It's something here in the place rather right. than in the machine. Okay. Even though I even though I got to re-roll the one because of my fey ability? Yes. Okay. Uh, for reasons, but Caitlin has no idea. Yeah, 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 that's fair. It, they will make they should make sense in retrospect. Yeah. Anyway, so the unit falls apart. Uh, and still up there, something quietly gets ground away invisibly. Yep. Uh, then we are back to Svetlana, who swears, wishes she knew the invisibility. Yep. Um, alas, throw a fireball at them without scorching you in the process. Yep. She can't throw one just off the target at the very edge of the building? I guess there's not enough space. because no, you can't target it into the wall. Yeah, yeah, makes you sense. You have to put it back at a point yep. where it's going to... Um, so she calls she calls out to you she calls out to you move away from them and uh, in fact we'll ready in action to do it no we'll delay because she wants to do something else here cool uh, and then it becomes Gaitane yep who appears again yep inside the building ah nice um, having clearly fairly easily surmounted the piles of junk that are there. Yep. Um, and he will pop up and fire his bow again at Svetlana. And alas, he has moved out of sneak attack range. Sweet. Uh, nonetheless, he will hit her with ease. Not quite a crit. Twenty-two. 
time too, but Jim forgot that he had it, so... Um, as the arrows bite into her, they seem to bite her particularly deeply, as if his weapon works better against her than you. Ah, uh, yep. With your filthy, godless, orcish blood. Yep. Good old orcish blood. And then it is Caelan. Cool. Um, Caelan will go 5, 10, 15, 20. Yep. Uh, 20 is slightly less nakedly hiding behind Svetlana. And, um, a, well, his hand, his um, hand that is not holding gatekeeper will go up to a little necklace that he has, yep. pluck off a bead, <laughs> and have it there. Right. Yep. Um, and I deploy my D, um, my um, D6 necklace, 6D6 necklace of fireball, and everyone in that environment can make a reflex save. Cool. Uh, on the ground floor, it doesn't yeah, hit the guys yeah, on the roof. They will both pretty safely make that, because I know the DC is reasonably low on them. Yep. Uh, and the fire licks over them. They are quick, but not particularly evasive. Yeah. So half what, damage. What about Gaitay? Uh You are not going to be able to get him and them unless you because if you throw it at him, you got to throw it inside the building. Right. So at which I can't. Point it won't come through the walls. So I can't. Throw oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Throw. No, you're quite right. Sorry. Yep. I mean, I acknowledge he's almost certainly going to make his reflex save and take no damage. And then he goes, woo! Yeah, that's fine. It was mostly for them, but it's, yeah. it's what I got that's um, a ranged ability. Okay, so that's 6 and 6 and 6, 18, uh, 21. So then half to 10. Yep. Nice. They look harmed. Yep. I was aiming for taking both of them out because I know they're both injured, but, yep. but I don't always get what I want. That's a bit right, I have you now. Reaches down, pulls out the lesser rod of Maximize, and chucks a Maximize fireball in there. Yep. Same spot? Yep. Yep, because he could roll a one on his reflex save. Uh, there is no point rolling their reflex saves because it deals them 30 damage minimum. Yep. The fire arcs out and goes woof and engulfs these two units and just crisps them. Yep. Gaitane, however, is quick as a rat and yep. ducks away behind all the barrels and things. Yep. Um, and stuff catches fire in there. Yep. And then it is uh, back to the one unit that is still grinding away. Which takes more damage. Yes. Five more damage. <laughs> and slowly it's, in it It's super sneaky. No one sees it. <laughs> <Yeah. quite> <laughs> if a construct dies on the roof and no one is around to see it... <laughs> And the both of you get spot checks. Uh, 20. I haven't rolled below an 18 on these spot on one of these spot checks yet. So when the fireball goes boom in here, it seems to just lick around the air next to Gaitane in both places, like there are two things standing next to him invisibly. Right. 
where the fire, you know, hits them and then goes around them. Alright. As opposed to passing through them. Okay, so he's got some potentially some more little construct invisible construct buddies in that, there. That would be a pretty reasonable guess there. Yeah. And There's it, two things there there are two objects there that you cannot see. Yeah. That and the fire hits and you don't see them burn because yeah. they're invisible. Yeah, but potentially they've ta- potentially they've taken fire yes, they damage. Have been hit by the fire. Yeah. A maximized fire. Yes. Plus, um, possibly Kalen's one as well. Uh, that's true, actually. That's 10 damage if they made their reflex save, 21 if they didn't. So, you see that flicker as the fire bursts around them rather than through them. And there's an awful smell in the air, like burnt metal. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Then it is back to Gaitain. Yep. Uh, who doesn't disappear? Ooh. Yep. Uh, a bottle of that crap. Uh, he looks at you. Looks at you both, strong. So, so strong. So difficult. And then unloads on Svetlana. Yep. Letting fly his series of rapid shots. Yep. Uh, safe hit. Hit. Miss. You just miss. Miss. So he fires several arrows rapidly at her, and Svetlana dodges and weaves in the air and brings her bu- brings her buckler up to deflect one of them away, and still catches one. Ten for fourteen damage. Mm-hmm. She is looking less happy now, but probably still more so than Caitlin. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin has lost a lot of his hit points. Uh, and then we are on to Kaelin. Okay. Yep, he can pull off a charge straight through the door, but the guy has invisible friends, and Kaelin doesn't want to fight his invisible friends. So Kaelin is going to take another bead off his necklace of fireballs yep. and hiff it at Gaitain's feet. Sure. Gaitain leaps aside with ease. Yep. Gaitain's invisible friends um, take, um, if they failed their reflex saves, 19 damage. Just halved to 8. And you 9, see... I believe. 18 uh, halved is 9. You see the same thing again. Yep. There's that flicker as the fire doesn't pass through them, and then this smell of burning metal in the air. Yep. And, um,. Kaelin will go 5, 10, 15, 20, and, um, 5, 10, 15, 20, and move closer, but, um, with a bit of leeway, and, um, leaving, um, and a slightly harder arrow shot. Uh, 
was to the face again. Yep. Uh, flatness. That would be a hit. That second one might be a hit as well. That's a 28. Yep, that will hit him. Two of them hit him. Tane looks bloodied. Yep. And then it is him again. Or rather, the one stealth unit that yep. remains up there. Uh, fails to escape again. Gets crushed some more. Yep. Uh, and at this point, unseen, probably largely unseen and unheard by everyone, there is a final grating... <laughs> Noise. Yep. As the vines squeeze it to death. Yep. Um, the other two units that you are pretty sure are there uh, do not appear or take any act, take any actions that you can observe. Yep. Okay. And it is Gaitain. He will fire again on Spitline, which is a nice easy shot at. Miss. A miss. And a miss. So I see is nice and high. Merely deals for another 15 points of human bane damage. And then it is back to Kaelin. Cool. Kaelin, as he moves, she's gatekeeper. Yep. Moves in on Gaitain. Yep. And grapples him. Sure. Uh, I just need to check a few things here as you run through the door. Yep, sure thing. What I'm endeavouring to find is, as you run through the door, the ground gives way underneath you. Ah, yep. As you run into the pit trap. Okay. And now I'm trying to find out whether you fly over it automatically, or whether you have to deliberately do so. Right, okay. So you're not going to be harmed by the fall at all. Yeah. You've got feather falling on. Um, not that it is a particularly deep and deadly pit anyway. Yeah. Um, however, it opens up as Kaylin runs through. Uh, technically speaking, you get a search check against this, but you will fail to see it anyway. Yeah. Um, as Kaelin runs through what looks like sort of just rugs over the ground collapse under you, you stumble, fall, go into the pit trap, uh, get a reflex save. Cool. 20. Do not fall on the spikes at the bottom as you sort of float and fall around them. And then there is the click noise of the tripwire that you have run through. And then a bunch of vials start falling on you from above when they have been suspended over you. And there is a as a bunch of piles of alchemists fire fall on your head. Yep. Uh, that is a 23 versus your touch AC, which I imagine will pretty safely do it. Yes. Hmm. 
horrendously poor on that. Uh, 15 points of fire damage or not. And that then ends your move. Your move action is you run in and fall on the pit. Yep. You can't then grapple him. You have a second move action with which you can simply fly out of the pit if you so choose. Yes. So I will fly out of the pit and land here. Sure. In melee with him. Sure. I do not currently have a... um. No, actually, sod that. I have quick draw. And as I fly out of the pit, I will um draw the adamantine greatsword because I don't want to be without a weapon in hand. Have to argue with... You're really starting to piss me off. It's not accomplishing all that much because of his lovely, lovely DR. Uh, So, she will call out, Did I? A hunter is nothing if you cannot draw his bow. And shoots a raven feeblement at him. Sweet. Hitting his touch AC is not by any stretch of imagination given, however. Yeah. However, it ain't that high. So, the ray strikes him. And he loses nine points of strength. Oof! Yeah. Yeah, she's got a lot of castle levels now. Yeah, and the thing is that, you know, at a certain, if he's using a longbow, which I would imagine he is, at a certain point he can't draw it anymore. Uh, he can, he's just gets penalised on it. Yeah. Loses the composite thing that he is getting off it and then goes to penalties to shoot it. So it's not amazing, but it's a lot better than um, what she's going to do whiffling away at him with the arrows. Yeah. Because that DR is just preventing this from happening. Yeah. And then that is her. Uh, the stealth units appear. Yep. Whoop, whoop, whoop. There are two terribly injured-looking things here yep. that appear and strike at Kaylin. Yep. Uh, one of them will appear and strike at Kaylin, and the other one, in fact, does not appear because it can't get at you. Yep. But pretty good idea. It's there. Uh, and that is a nineteen versus your flat-footed AC. That will not do it. Come even come. So you see this badly damaged, smouldering thing shimmers out of the air and goes and cuts across your armor. And then it is back to Gaitane, who of course disappears again. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then it is you. Cool. If he's still standing there, I get the, um... 50% mischance. Yeah. Um, Kaelin will take a swing at this thing. Yep. And then endeavour to cleave into Gaitan if he's there. Sure. Okay, so, um, uh, 37, I imagine, will hit that thing. It has one hit point left, so you obliterate (laughs) it. Yep. Cool. And then, um, assuming he's in the space, I get a 50% mischance. Correct. So I'm going to roll um, the 50% mischance, yep. at which point you can tell me whether or not I connect uh, with him, and I will miss. If he is there, I do not get him. Yeah. So Kaelin cleaves, sort of aiming vaguely low, because he's a very short man, 
Yeah. You do not connect with anything, but you don't know whether it's because he's dodged away, he isn't there. Yep. And as I have only taken one blow, yep. I will then step back outside. Yep. 5, 10, 15, 20. You can see the pit trap, so you simply fly around it. And then we are back to Svetlana, who will delay. Yep. She has nothing compelling in her ear. Uh, and we are it's still the one stealth unit that is quietly sneaking away there. Um, cool. Comes a bit round to Gaitane's turn. You do not see him appear. Comes a bit round to Kaylin's turn. Alright. Okay. Kaylin will move up to the door. Yep. And um, drop a um, fireball. Yep. On on this um, this area. Yep. Um, and he is looking to see what the fire hits. Yep. So there is a screech and clonk of burning metal. Yeah. And whether the thing makes its reflex save or not, it's also got one hit point. Yep. So there is a crunch and you hear something drop. Yep. Um, and then... You may make me a spot check. Twenty-two. So the fire does not seem to lick around anything. If Gaitane is there, however, he's very quick at dodging and evading. Yeah. However, you don't see any. You don't see even the faintest shimmer or the slightest whiff of burnt hair or something in that neighbourhood. He is not there. Yep. But that just means he's not in that vicinity. In that like twenty-foot radius burst. Yep, and that's Kalen. Yep. Back round to Svetlana, who's about the same. All the stealth units are now crunched. Yep. And Gaitain still does not appear. Yep. Alright. This would be a great time to have Bryn. Who could smell him. Yeah. Um. Um, yeah, that's an idea. Um, Kaelin stands at the door. Yep. And, um, casts Detect Magic. Yep. And looks around the room. If Gaitane is in here, he will be radiating a magical aura. Uh, for that matter, given you're going to that sort of time, uh, Svetlana will also cast Detect Thoughts. Sweet. Which she knows as well. Um... And neither of you pick anything up. It's not within 60 foot of you. Okay. She sort of keeps her bow up and slightly knocked, looking around. I I don't hear him thinking. He's... He doesn't have to be too far away from us, though. Only only 65 foot or so. All right. Well, let's take a moment and heal up in any case. Yeah, and you pretty much drop out of initiative at this point. Yeah. As he stops uh, peering and shooting at you. Yep. Uh, all right. thanks. 24 hit points back. Actually, come to that, I've got a bit of time, so I'll have um, drunk a cure more of a cure, right? So, um, it's not 
pretty much the same thing. points very badly but possibly not as badly as her because i just drank a potion so what are you down i'm on 63 so how much damage do you have still to heal oh um uh about 70 points okay so she's here i will do what i can puts a hand on you uh have 35 points back again really Wow. She has 65 points of ale hands. Wow! I've never adventured with a high level paladin before. Okay, so. 60, Alright. Kaelin goes back up to 98 and looks a great deal less damaged. One of the. Um... She got... Yeah. One of her feats is the thing that stacks her um, Sorcerer and Eldritch Knight levels with her paladin ones for ale hands and smite evils. Mm hmm. So she's effectively a 13th level paladin with 21 charisma. Whoa. So it, it adds up. Yeah. After a while. Alrighty. Now is she healing herself or drinking yes. a potion? She has healed herself of 25 points of damage. Cool. Which has left her down about 20, at which point she will probably skill another potion. Yeah. Kaelin will have another one of secure lights in general principles. So, have another six hit points. Bring her down to only six hit points down, at which point she will stop on that. Yeah. And Gaitang does not further molest you while this is occurring. Yeah. At which point um, we're going to recover. Well, Windchaser, I imagine, is either yeah. still in the has, courtyard or has nearby. ducked off to the side of the courtyard away from all the fire and death and things. Yeah, we will pick, gather up Svetlana's horse and begin investigating the area. Get checks that you won't make again. Um, all right, and you start to move into the old abbey proper. Yep. Um, you have gone through sort of the main courtyard um, into this big area that Gaitain is in that looks like it has opened up and is a very old vestry. There's very mouldering old robes hanging on hooks that... Uh, look like they have the sign of Caden Kaelin on them. Um, there are a couple of little washrooms off to the side that are pretty much um, broken up. Uh, uh, you find some gear in here, specifically a bedroll and a tent that are set up. There's a little fire pit in here that is set up. The ashes are cold, but... Um, it all looks somewhat recent. Gaitang is clearly living here. Yeah. And it is just his gear, presumably because the constructs don't require anything in the ilk of... And, you know, it's only his basic living stuff here, but it's about what you think. There's a tent, yeah. bed roll, some signs of rations around, a few pots and pans, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's about it. 
Caelan will look thoughtfully at the bed roll in the tent, take a moment, gather them up and pack them into his gear. And moving moving then out of this building and into the next sort of open area, it looks like this is a graveyard in here. There's old stone markers that are heavily weather-beaten and that sort of thing. Uh, and as you wander in, both get another spot check. Is, is there any point in rolling it? Yes, actually. Okay. Fifteen. My streak's but, over. But not if you're going to roll like that. Well, I can't roll. I've rolled eight, nothing of 18 and 20s for about nine streaks for the spot checks. I can't keep yeah. that up forever. Um, so you are moving through, sort of lo- looking suspiciously at this area because there's several gravestones yeah. you could be hiding behind, various spots, etc., etc. What you're not expecting is... And I imagine you're probably dismounted at this point oh, yeah. because you're going into buildings and things. Yeah, we were mainly gathering up Svetlana's horse so yeah. that we had the horse. Very much so. Um, but no, I think um, we will actually have at this point, um, because this courtyard is kind of a kill zone, yeah. sent Windchaser and the other horse off out into the more open area yeah. so they can hang out in a slightly less lethal environment. And, oh, uh, that's a point... Svetlana can keep this up and there's no compelling reason for her not to. Uh, so that will beat that one, actually, I think. Uh, can you pass me a monster manual? She's keeping up to take thoughts, isn't yes. she? because she has no, no compelling reason not to. Yeah. It's not like she needs to concentrate on any other spells. And it's certainly handy for... Um, you know, yes, I'm just within 30 feet, now I can sneak attack these people. So. Well, the thing is, even if he makes his will save, it still tells you there is a thinking mind of 12 intelligence over there. Yeah. Um, looking to see whether something else actually thinks. And if it does, so... As you start to move forward into the court, yeah, into the into this grave market, Svetlana looks confused for a moment and holds up her hand sharply at you. Carol stops stops immediately. And then leans over to you. There are two mines in here a little ahead of us. See all the thick lichen and moss and undergrowth that is around those gravestones? There are two things thinking in there. Dim, far away thoughts. They are hungry and she tells you that there are two things thinking about 40 odd foot in front of you um, that have a grand intelligence score of 7 and are more or less watching you like predators and going mmm food they're not having deeply intelligent surface thoughts I will um, quietly propose that she drop a fireball on them and indeed she lets fly one uh, and as she does so fire scorches everywhere and the ground begins to erupt as the lichen itself begins to move and shamble up making little noises 
as you see two big ass plant monsters come up out of the ground. Yep. And I think we will probably call that there rather than start another combat. Yep, sounds good. Murder ambush. Dun dun dun. Yep.